Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. Football's coming home. Wow. <laughs> it's coming, isn't it? It's coming. It's coming. Um, guys, welcome <laughs> to a DTTV production podcast. Uh, this is The Journey, uh, and we'd like to welcome you to this today. Uh, my name is Azim Akhtar. Uh, I'm going to be known on the podcast as Az, and I've got my uh, co-host here, um, James McDonnell, also will be referred to just as Macca. Um, just a bit of a quick update uh, and a bit of insight on me, guys. Um, I am... Uh, massive Arsenal fan. We love sport, don't we, Macca? We do, yeah. Massive um, fan. Big Arsenal fan. He's uh, he's also got a lot in common, but we'll go through me first. Um, big cricket fan. We have the cricket. Shame about the Ashes. Shame eh? about the Ashes, yeah. We won the World Cup. That's all that matters. We did. World yeah, Cup yeah. matters. And then the Rugby World Cup's coming up. So um, both of us are big fans of sport, uh, and obviously um, me as well, massively here with the NFL. Big Steelers fan. Big Steelers fan. Big Steelers Still? fan. Still? After this week? After this week, yeah. I know. The 33 3 down? We won't talk about that. We won't talk about, we won't that. Talk about that. Um <laughs> but yeah, so uh Maka, do you want to tell us a bit about yeah, yourself? Yeah, so just myself, um I'll just repeat what basically as I was going through. Um, I'm a Newcastle United fan, a massive cricket fan. Um I'm a New England Patriots fan, so that's that's where me and I sort of have a little bit of a, a bit of a difficult friendship at the moment <laughs> because obviously as probably no the Pittsburgh Steelers did take a bit of a beating from the, the New England Patriots, thirty three Free on the week one. First game of the season, mate. Doesn't matter. First game of the season, and um, <laughs> so this this sort of podcast, just for guys who've just tuned in, uh, this is sort of a a week by week journey of our fantasy football league. So me and my, me and Az have been in a fantasy league for four years now. Uh, I won the first year back in 2016. Uh, it was a bit of a six man league back then, so most people say it doesn't count. I, I kind of think it still does. But uh, we've kind of grown into a 10-man half PPR league. Uh, it's getting very, very competitive right now. Everyone's sort of getting better each year. And it just, it's just more of a discussion of how we sort of make sure we get ourselves to the, the championships, hopefully in December, and then ultimately hopefully help you guys sort of get there as well um, with hopefully our dis- conversations and hopefully our analysis will help you along the way. So the intro was about 
it's coming home, <laughs> and, and, and you probably wonder why why they picked that song. It's because me and Az have kicked off our season on a high. Want to know, baby? We're both want to know. <laughs> uh, listen, I mean, Az is um, just give a bit more context to the league. Az is the hot favourite right now. He's drafted the likes of Ezekiel Elliott. He's got second uh, round Alvin Kamara, Leonard Fournette, Marlon Mack, who produced this week. Yep. Your boy, it was. Uh, I think it was. I was. I was told by some guys in the league, "What the hell have you done, picking Marlon Mack? You should have taken Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks Brandon scored Cooks. four points. Four points. How wow. many did Marlon Mack score? Well, twenty-five. Twenty-five. Wow. And uh, I think as uh, he's got a couple of good players there. Obviously, um, he's got Deshaun Jackson on the bench, even which was a, which was a bit of a shock when he produced a massive score this week. So his team's looking very strong. Uh, just a little round of my team, just to give people a bit of a background. I also picked up a huge win this week. Um, <laughs> against all odds, Against apparently. all odds. Um, I've gone for the wide receiver approach, so a bit different, so going for a different strategy. So Michael Thomas came in for me. Uh, uh, Murray Cooper produced the goods, and uh, along with Dak Prescott, who I streamed the quarterback. So He did brilliantly, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, so week one was a good start for me, Inez. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's interesting. Between the two of us, you've got the best wide receivers and I've got the best running backs. Yeah. I think if we could combine our team, it would basically be... Unstoppable, wouldn't it? Yeah, unstoppable. Yeah. It's uh, it's been good fun. We've uh, we, we you know we've been playing as Maka said. We've been doing this league for a while. It's getting very competitive, and uh, uh, you know we want we got we want to take you through our journey. But yeah, of course the NFL is going to be uh, the main purpose of it. But we're going to tell you about the highs and lows of what we go through as well. Um, kind of Maka was getting uh, absolutely destroyed by everyone from draft day. Uh, everyone was saying he had no chance of winning, uh, <laughs> and his team was rubbish, and uh, you know all, all this and that. So you know yep. we've kind of gone. Through all of those lows um, and but we're going to kind of keep you through that and give you an idea of how uh, how, how we react to everything basically yeah. uh, and especially now after a win I guess we're buzzing and uh, going to keep you guys posted through all of that I think what else what have you been up to this week what else have you been up to <laughs> Macca, uh, by the way guys Macca doesn't work uh, <laughs> he, he sometimes I mean he claims to work for a uh, for a <laughs> company that is uh, very reputable but uh, I'm not going to lie I've never seen the guy work. Every time you ask him to be yeah. somewhere, he's always there. That, Do you well, actually work? I know. I'm just good with my time. That's what you got to look at. I've got good time management skills. Never late. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I do work, obviously. Yeah. I do work, yeah. Do you, yeah. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but well. what else you got to? <laughs> what I, got to? I had a good weekend. I had a good weekend. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, to be fair, you're very sly about what you got to this weekend with us. No, no, I had a good weekend. We're, we're planning to see you on Sunday and uh, all of a sudden... Uh, well... <laughs> anyway, we'll leave it as that. We'll leave um, it as that. We had a wing fest uh, on Sunday as well, didn't we? Which was really pretty good. good. Yeah. So uh, that was a good week uh, weekend. So yeah, yeah, no, that, that was exciting. Yeah. So, um, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, just talking through today. So we're going to go through a bit of our week one matchup, um, which probably lead into what our segments going forward mm-hmm. so I don't know if I just could run through yeah. what we're going through today so yeah absolutely so guys look, this is going to be uh, as Maka touched on as well it's going to be a weekly podcast uh, and we're going to just go through a few few bits with you for, so for example today um, we're going to have a bit of a week on, week one roundup how the, how the matchups went what was kind of good there um, and then we're going to have another segment followed by that which is our uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, um, which will kind of Maka will run through uh, a few bits and bobs uh, of uh, 
all the kind of things that happen, not only in the fantasy, but around the league. Um, and then uh, we also last week had a uh, thoughts of the day, uh, which we kind of put, kind of had a little pilot questions that were sent out. So uh, we'll recap on what that was. And then uh, Maka and I will talk through those thoughts. Um, and then we will uh, kind of give a little preview on to uh, next week uh, with the fixture starting up um, this Thursday again, uh, but also the important waiver wire that's about to drop tomorrow morning. Um, and uh, that will be it for today and uh, hopefully guys we're going to keep you through that we'll keep you updated on our journey so um, without kind of further ado Maka uh, do you want to kind of run through last uh, the first week? Yeah so I think um, I'm not sure everybody who's just obviously kicked off their fantasy leagues as well probably had the Antonio Brown <laughs> conversations um, I drafted Antonio Brown in round 4 and I got a lot of stick on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday because of his <laughs> Antics. Um, Any day that started with a day, you got to stick. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was an hour by hour update. It felt, which was remarkable, of Antonio Brown's destruction at the Oakland Raiders, where he, you know, obviously threatens the GM. He kicked the ball. He <laughs> asked for a fine. Uh, he then apologized. Apparently, then realized that had taken away the guarantee money, and then he released himself mm. from the contract. He threw away thirty million, which is quite a lot of money, obviously, uh, and. Uh, yeah, it was interesting to see because I thought when he left, yeah. and I was with Az on Thursday, went for a golf lesson. This is how we work nowadays. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting pretty good at the golf. We're now. getting quite good at golf. Yeah. yeah. You had a really good day last Thursday. Oh, well. I'm getting, I'm getting it straighter now. I'm getting it straighter. <laughs> and uh, hitting the 150 yards at the moment. Yeah. So, uh, not showing off, but uh, I'm getting there. Uh, but, you know, Antonio Brown was uh, was someone I was thinking, oh my God, what am I going to do with this guy? Fourth round pick. I've just thrown it down the drain. Next thing you know, he signs for. The New England Patriots, which is my team. Disgusting. And he potentially opens up the season, which is remarkable, against the Miami Dolphins. So I'm pumped for that next week. But, he's going to go He's going to go wild, isn't he? He's going to go mean, wild. He's, gonna, he's literally going to run that defense. I mean, isn't half the team decided to hand in a transfer request at the Dolphins? Yeah, Miami well? Dolphins. We'll probably touch on them in the minute of the good, bag, the ugly a little bit. But um, yeah, the whole, the whole lot have asked for a trade, so... Bit of an interesting one at Miami at the moment. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in terms of my team, uh, he produced the goods. It was the combo. I went for the combo of Dak Prescott. I left Aaron Rodgers on the bench. Uh, I, I kind of, as we go through, I kind of look at the matchups a little bit um, with my analysis. So for me, I looked at um, obviously Aaron Rodgers away to the, you know, the best defense in the league, the Bears. Decided to go for Dak Prescott, and he combined with my receiver, Mari Cooper, for a nice 55 points. So can't argue with that. Um, the running backs that I was a bit ropey about, a bit worried about, Damian Williams, Duke Johnson, who I picked up late, so I went for the zero running back strategy. <laughs> they produced the goods um, between them, 26 points, and obviously Delaney Walker, which was a bit of a stream. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Browns' demise as well as we go forward, but uh, because Az has uh, drafted Baker Mayfield, so I'll probably bring that on to him now <laughs> as we speak. Um, but yeah, Delaney Walker, 20 points, so well done for anyone who picked him up. Um, I've yeah, never seen you so happy <laughs> when Delaney Walker, Delaney Walker, when he got his first reception, let alone <laughs> let alone his touchdown, followed by his other touchdown. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was about to be a hole in that floor. And I was a bit nervous, guys, um, <laughs> because I gave away Mark Andrews, who produced 20 points for the Ravens. And yeah, I was, really, I was hoping that Delaney Walker just got something you, on the board. Did you get him off the waivers? I got Delaney Walker off the waivers, yeah. This so, week. so actually, it was a it was a perfect trade for you. Though. It was a perfect trade in the end. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, there you go, mate. Yeah. So it was exciting. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I had um, 
Yeah, as Maka just touched upon there, um, the Browns is quite an interesting one. I know we'll touch upon that a bit later, but yeah, I had uh, I had Baker Mayfield and initially the moment I saw him play you know from what I was hearing though from some of the stuff it was like he he'd had um apparently he was saying that he got hit on a helmet to helmet I think it was in the first quarter and then after that his second quarter was just nothing there apparently the Browns are trying to hide it by saying it's a wrist injury and you know they've left a lot out but that was probably the reason for his demise so look, I mean, my initial thought was just to drop him straight away and just be like look I'm done with this guy, but I think you know maybe I should just stick with them. They've got a good offense there. Uh, I mean, I know you 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 went on about the uh, was it the right tackle was it the right guard they've right lost guard yeah there. yeah uh, and so yeah they've lost him uh, and so you know obviously not not going to be going so well for them. But I think they'll bounce back, so I'm going to have to keep hold of him. But um, for me personally, it was such a good week. Um, <laughs> I uh, I was I was trying to be really uh, calm and collective. Um, but actually, was playing against last year's champ. I mean, champ. Sorry, champ. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the champ didn't deliver to this the year. The champ did he? didn't deliver, did he? Um, do you remember when he came over to me with his his bang, bang, bang dabs? Yeah. So again, we're going to paint a bit of picture as the league goes on. I'm sure there's a lot of things that you guys do in your own individual leagues, but we have this dab celebration, which obviously Cam Newton's made popular, as many yeah. people have. Yeah. Uh, I sort of, I think it was myself who brought it into the league. Um, I can't remember who scored a touchdown, but I think it was Mike Evans who scored an AER touchdown. And I just went nuts and started dapping. And it sort of took over from there. So the champion who was it was it was quite a close game, and then George Kittle had a really good touchdown. He did, wasn't it? He did. Um, and he got up and he did the triple dap. It wasn't yeah. Which I've I've seen a flying dap. I've seen a reverse dap. I've seen a team dap. I've seen a loud dap. I've seen a dap in LA. Yeah. San Francisco. We've seen every form of dap, but this. This was a triple dap. This was this was something. This was like, I don't even know what to describe it, but it was like a. It was walking yeah. towards me. I was sat to set the scene for you guys. I was sat on the floor <laughs> in his living room, right, and he was sat all the way across the other room, and he literally crossed over. Yeah. <laughs> One step dap, two step dap, three step dap, while saying bang 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 every time. I got so excited. Guess what happened? The flag turned up. And the I'm sure there's up. a lot of people that have suffered from that this week. But funnily enough, it happened again, didn't it? Happened it happened <laughs> To be fair, he was calm this time to not celebrate, wasn't he? He did the right thing to not celebrate. Anyway, that was the best thing ever. And I'm going to hold him to that every single day. Yeah. Every time something happens, we're going to hold him to that. But um, yeah, yeah it's, been, uh, it's been an emotional first day. So yeah, champ is off uh, to a 0-1. 0-1, champ. So probably everybody in their leagues, the champions probably given a lot of smack talk. <laughs> We've had to suffer it for nine months and uh yeah yeah i think his his particular team's a little bit on the on the yeah. downside but your team who performed well who, who was impressed who impressed you the uh, most do you know what i thought um uh, i thought alvin kamara did quite well considering uh you know he had quite quite day out there um you know still still managed to get just under uh, 100 yards and uh, also with the touchdown he seemed to get a lot in the passing game actually which is obviously good especially with us guys having a ppr league um, half ppr league um, Ezekiel Elliott, obviously, again, you know, I, I, I could sit here and talk about these guys. You guys know all about them, but you know, he still, he, you know, he still scored really well considering it was his first game back. Um, Godwin, uh, guys, he's he's actually my uh, wide receiver one, which yeah, is uh, yeah. <laughs> clutching at straws here. But you know, he still had a good game, and probably that touchdown salvaged him. But um, you know what? For me, my standout guy was uh, Evan Ingram, actually, and I and I took him, uh, you know, based on some of the work that myself and Macker had done over the over the off season, and kind of just 
you know being ready for that and you know what he was amazing and I think you know what hopefully he carries that on and so I was really happy with that um and yeah so looking forward to my next week matchup um with no one else other than your brother who's in yeah my league. brother yeah big mac yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so, <laughs> big macca so are you are you are you just are we gonna call you little mac you can call me so well <laughs> <laughs> i don't like that name little mac i don't like big that mac. name no <laughs> well you've just called your brother big mac so yeah surely... well i could i could be no i call it well yeah i, did call big mac. Yeah. <laughs> I think you've i think you've fallen into that i think, one I, think I could just be called mac yeah just mac just mac just mac Fair Fair enough. We'll go we with call that. Big Mac. We'll Just put it in context. He is six foot four, <laughs> and um, I'm I'm five eleven. What? Like, what? How did that happen? He's your twin. I know he's my he's... twin. I appreciate that, but yeah. Oh, anyway guys so um, <laughs> we'll move on from there um, so Maka is now going to just run through um, the good the bad the ugly of this week um, so uh, he'll run through a few bits of that that'll be kind of from the game and from our fantasy as well yeah so just uh, as, as touched on the good the bad the ugly as, is, as what it says really what went well what went bad and what went ugly and I'm just going to run through a few of the things that caught my eye in week one which was you know there's so much mm. to go through isn't there uh, I think the, the first person or first team I want to talk about is the Indianapolis Colts. Mm. Um, I mean, you didn't touch on Marlon Mack in your little week one mm. schedule, but with Andrew Luck retiring, everyone expected him to do so bad, and suddenly T.Y. Hilton's produced, Marlon Mack's produced. They go to the Chargers away from home, get them to overtime. I think the Indianapolis Colts are going to surprise a lot of people. I believe, I mean, Dallas Cowboys looked incredible. I know it was the Giants, and I appreciate that, but they looked like a team that just looked all round. Didn't every one of their offense get a touchdown? Uh, more or less. Uh, Cobb, Gallup, and Cooper produced. Jason Witten's there now. Ezekiel yeah. Elliott, you know, Obviously. was was 50% snaps. He's back in the game. Defense Tony, looked good. Tony Pollard didn't look that great, did he? No, Tony Pollard. <laughs> we won't talk too much about Tony Pollard because I'm why, sure. Why is that? Why didn't you uh, well, talk about Tony Pollard? I took Tony Pollard in the sixth oh, round. Sixth round? Sixth round. Sixth round. Yeah. Gosh. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, we're, uh, uh, we're, we're, we're on a good section, we're not on the bad <laughs> section. Sorry, sorry, mate. So the, that was one as well. I think the other good ones was Kansas City's mm. perfect performance, really. New England looked good. I think Houston and the Saints, I watched a little bit yesterday. I think Sean Watson is the quarterback that I would want the most. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins looks fantastic. Uh, New Orleans Saints were great. The, and also just another team that surprised me that were really, really good was Arizona Cardinals. They were, weren't they? Yeah, and, and uh, I'm sure there's everyone in someone's league. There's a David Johnson guy who's picked David Johnson, yeah. the fourth, fifth pick, and then thought, what have I done? Yeah. Uh, and the offensive line looked bad. The quarterback is a five foot nine rookie. Is it five foot nine or He's, five foot eleven? I mean, I, I think officially five ten, but yeah, he looks small, doesn't he? Yeah, the receivers and uh, Detroit expected to smash them mm. out of the water, and you know the first half they were. Not good, um, the Cardinals. Cool. Yeah. And then I, I think they really surprised me in the second half. They looked like a team. The, everything was spread out. Like They played like a square. It was really weird to see. Everything was spread out. And David Johnson produced the goods. They have the Ravens next week, so it'll be interesting to see what they um, mm. what they produce there. But I think they, they really surprised myself in terms yeah. of what I think he, he, he really came into it, didn't he? I mean, especially with... Um, Kyler as well, like, you know. I know yeah. he's kind of started off a bit weak, but I mean, I think once he realised when he had uh, Larry Fitzgerald to, you know, the veteran wide yeah. receiver that he is, everything started working well for him, didn't it? So, yeah, amazing. Yeah, so that, I mean, that's the good man. I'm sure there's a few more. I mean, Minnesota Vikings put on a professional performance. Mm. Mm. Green Bay professional performance against they look good the this year. 
Yeah, against the Bears again, not not really fantasy relevant. Mm-hmm. I mean, their players, none of their players really you could say was a good week for them. But mm-hmm. in terms, of, actually, the team I've just forgotten about, cool. Oakland Raiders. And it's because of the Antonio Brown situation that that would have really affected their team. Yeah. And then for them to really put a number on Denver, Josh Jacobs, whoever picked him up in their leagues. Yeah. Must be happy. I mean, obviously, he, he this week went through, everything went through him, didn't he? He did. Uh, they got a lot of tough fixtures coming up the the Raiders, but it looks like a team that's just going yeah. in the right direction. So I'm, I'm glad for them. So I know I've got Antonio Brown at the Patriots. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stop smiling. At Another that. plug about that. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I think they've done really well to to get that win. Um, in terms of the bads, I'm sorry, as but I'm gonna have to start with the Pittsburgh Ouch. Steelers. Ouch! Thirty-three three to the Patriots. Listen, uh, the one thing that worries me about the, st- <laughs> the Steelers is I don't think I can remember a time when they've only scored three points I uh, in a game. Apparently, I think it was 25 games for Ben Roethlisberger since he last got, didn't score a touchdown in the game. 25 games? Wow. Yeah. And the worry for them is no Bell, no Brown. Is this going to be a common theme? Nah, nah. Look, we'll be fine, mate. We'll be fine. Look, it was a quiet day. We played a good side. The Steelers, historically, we haven't won at Foxborough with with Tom Brady underneath there. Look, come back, right? You come to Heinz Field or whatever it's going to be called next year because the sponsorship is gone. You come there and we'll show you how to play football. Mate. Oh, OK. I, I actually yeah. think there's a bit more worries. You know what? We're going we're gonna to say welcome Antonio Brown. Bring him over. Well, that's I'll, going to be a day, isn't it? It will be. It will be. But I think the the thing that the Steelers got to be a little bit worried about is the offensive line. Mm. Uh, they they didn't have their centre star Pouncey, so mm. that may make a difference. But they lost their offensive line coach, so he's gone to Denver, mm. and that may be the, the a bit of a starting yeah. point. If the Patriots have already found how to stop the Steelers' corner Juju. There could be a bit of a yeah. Null here uh, for that'll Steelers. be honest. We'll you know, t- take away my kind of. Uh, biased hat they, Bit of a rap. We, we, were, we were we were poor man we were very very poor and you know what yeah okay I, I didn't expect us to win the game but you know I expect us to be competitive supposedly our defence this year is, is you know is, is significantly better from last year I mean didn't it, didn't, it. it didn't show didn't that show, did it? Free, it free, didn't free. show that we got we got literally taught another one um, do you know what again it's one of those things where you, you know with any sport I, I again I know I'm saying this with my bias hat but it's first week let, let, let's wait till next week to come around see what happens and uh, you know I think I think things will start changing we're at home next week and um was it Seattle we're uh, playing? And I think they they let they yeah. let off. They they let um, they struggled as well. I mean, they struggled. They were my one of the next team really actually yeah. talk about the bad because I expected them to do really well against the Bengals. Mm. Uh, it just they just didn't get going really defensively. I still think they're going to get going with Clowney. They won the game in the ends, um, but I think the Bengals are one of the weaker sides in the league, especially with the offensive line they have. So Seattle not doing perfectly well was a bit of a of disappointment then but yeah John Ross has, 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 has just got up on the screen he just produced a 31 massive points. 31 points on the boards when AJ Green hasn't played he's he's done some great things John Ross he's you know first round pick uh, three years ago now so mm. he's a good player but so, so does, yeah. does, that, does that mean there's probably some problems in their, in their secondary there? I mean obviously they've got Davian Clowney and he was doing yeah. really well there but I mean I mean Joe Mixon didn't really get going so much but I mean 31 points against what's yeah. supposedly one of the best defences so yeah so Juju I'm sure will be lined up yeah. next week the other bad teams that I want to touch about is obviously the, um, the Bears um, they were really bad on offence Mitch Trubisky wasn't any good at all mm. I think it, again it was one of those things where they tried too much with their running backs with mm-hmm. Montgomery Cohen Mike Davis I just think they tried too much and they just didn't look good the Browns 
I know we touched about Baker Mayfield briefly. They lost their offensive lineman, uh, Celta, to uh, the Giants. They've also lost Joe Thomas a couple of years ago now, left tackle. Mm. It may just be they're losing too many people on that offensive line, yeah. and they just got beat up basically by a Titans defense who were pretty good. And uh, I actually forgot to mention Titans in the good section, but uh, they did really well. Yeah. Uh, Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons. We all expected them to, to bounce back, and on offense and on defense, they were more poor. Yeah. Uh, I know they played the Vikings. You like the Vikings? Big fan of the Vikings. Yeah. And you got the Vikings defense who turned up for you as yeah. well. Yeah, so. But scored yeah. me, scored me quite well. I think, I think with Atlanta, it's interesting because I mean, I think a lot of us guys were talking about Atlanta to be like, you know, they're gonna have a good season. You know, they've got Freeman back, um, and you know, th- th- things are looking better. The defense is looking sharp. A lot of guys back, but I mean, that Vikings D, you know, I think you can't take anything away from there. But you know what? Last year, team teams ran over the Vikings D as well, and, and you know, so yeah, they are they're pretty bad this year. They are. So they, I mean, there's more more or less to round up of the bad teams. Mm. The ugly situations, there's there's two or three that really spring to mind. We can talk about Miami all day. Um, they are... I think if you've got a spare couple of quid, you've got to put about a 0-16. I yeah. don't know what the odds are now, but they have got nothing. No. <laughs> nothing. I mean, I've never seen a team capitulate like that. Like, yeah. first game of the season, you think... You look at Premier League football when you're yeah. watching some of that. Even, like, you know, the guys that are coming out, teams that aren't that good, at least give a bit of fight. Yeah, or at least score, you know, at least look something. They just yeah. haven't got, had anything. They made they made Lamar and Lamar Jackson's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but they made him. Look they made him look elite. like the best thing and, in the world. Uh, yeah, but uh, they, they they've got an ugly situation coming. All their better players are looking to leave, get a trade. They're looking to cash out. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Again, they're a team that like the Falcons. Everyone probably thought they'll bounce back. They'll be better. The defense is good. Four nets back. They got foals. They play Kansas City. I know Kansas City yeah. is a tough game first week. Yeah, but they self-destructed, didn't they? Jack Who was their defense. Jack, Jack punched a couple of people, didn't he? Oh, he got ejected. No. Uh, Ramsey was in everyone's face. Yeah, Fournette was everyone's face. It's just a rebel team. But you know what? That's the issue. You you get you get players like Miles Jack, for example, right? Could have easily right just stayed in, keep your cool. It's your first game of your season. Yeah. I mean, he's probably going to get suspended for a few more games, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and you know what? You know, Jaguars were what touted as what second best team um, de- defense off in fantasy this year. Yeah. I mean, they don't. They look nothing. Nothing like that at all. And I mean, no. their defense is not going to help them out. And then losing Nick Foles, like. I, d- I do worry about them. I mean, I've got Leonard Fournette, and I think hopefully Leonard Fournette's the only shining star in that offense. Yeah, that's it. I just, I think it's real bad. And the other team um, is Tampa Bay. I, f- I had high hopes for Tampa Bay. Mm. Uh, Jamias Winston bounced back. Jamias, Jamias, <laughs> Jamias, Jamias, or Jameson? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> Jamias Winston. Yeah. We call him Jamias Winston. Bruce Aarons comes back. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, OJ Howard. It looks really promising. They're going against 49ers and they were, it was just ugly. Like, it just didn't get going and it just worries me that that was probably a very good, favourable matchup for them. 49ers got to go coast to coast and it just didn't perform at all. And, a lot of people streamed, I'm sure, Jamais Winston. Uh, sort of laugh at Jamais Winston. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go James on. Winston. Um, and uh, obviously drafted Mike Evans quite mm. high, uh, Godwin quite high, mm. and all of them just disappointed. Now, is mm. that going to be a common theme? I think they've got a short week against Carolina. Mm. 
Carolina didn't look so good themselves, but they did play the Rams. I just think that they could get turned over by Carolina and it could unravel very quickly yeah. um, for Tampa Bay. So it's a real ugly situation for them mm. as well. I think that they need to do some homework and, and look at that. Because, I mean, that Carolina D wasn't, again, didn't start off so great. But then again, they were playing against the Rams. So, again, you've got to, you know, take that with a pinch. So, and they did well. You know, I thought they did all right. And um, Christian McCaffrey did well for them. So, you know, I think it's going to be a tough, tough game for Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, so, guys, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna kind of do a bit of that uh, every week, and we'll try and kind of change a few things around. But um, last week we uh, we left uh, some of the guys with uh, a thought of the week. I know this is our first official podcast, but we've been recording a few uh, just in kind of getting pre- prepared for this. So, um, Maka li- literally left us a couple of thoughts. One of them was. Um, actually, why don't you introduce them? <laughs> Can do. Yeah. yeah. Um, so one of them was week one situation where waivers come into it now mm. everyone's looking at John Ross looking at Malcolm Brown and so on and it was just a question of who was the top five picked up players over the last three years on waiver one week one mm-hmm. how well do they do um, and then who was dropped and is it actually worth panicking at this stage sort mm-hmm. of thing mm-hmm. and um, so just looking back right so can you guess who was the top five week one waivers last last year off the board. Um, I'm trying to think now. So this is the most picked, by the way. Most across, picked. Across the whole of fantasy football. I mean, I remember Philip Lindsay not being picked up by... Well, not drafted anyway. Yeah. So surely so Philip, he's got Philip Lindsay was one. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Um, who else? Who else? Like, I'm going to say someone like... Um, oh, who's that fellow from... Um, Calvin Ridley. No, Calvin Ridley was, was well drafted. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay, got uh, that Speaking one. about Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley was... Part of the drop list. Oh, was he? Yeah. So, just going to round up some of the ads from last year. Disley from Seattle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Philip Lindsay. Anua uh, from New York Jets. Uh, Jared Cook Jared from Cook. the Oakland Raiders. And TJ Yeldon was the top five ads last year. Okay. Okay. So, we're not going to put this into perspective of the analysis. I'm looking at it as if, like, as a 10-man league, you've got 15 picks, 150 mm-hmm. ranked players, mm-hmm. yeah? Mm-hmm. So you, when you're going to pick these players, you want to think, where would I put them in the draft now? Would I get them round eight? Would I get them round ten? Where would you want them? So out of those five players I just mentioned, only two of them would have been in the top ten pick. So in the top hundred players. Wow. One of them was Philip Lindsay, obviously, yeah. um, who ranked 44 last year. Okay. And Jared Cook, who was... 78th. I mean, he had a stellar season, too. eighth pick. Yeah. So when you look at the waivers in week one, you sort of go, well, are these players worth just it? had a good week? Mm-hmm. Um, is it worth panicking? Is it worth mm-hmm. making these sort of you know bids for these players if you're going to use a lot of fab? In terms of the drops, so guess who was the drops last year? One of them was quite close to home uh, <laughs> from last year. Oh, I didn't drop anyone, did I? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Roland Jones. Yeah, he was uh, one of them. He was definitely one of them. Um, I don't know who else would have been. Yeah. Like, like That early in the season, my memory's gone, actually. Yeah, it's just one of those things. So Gallup was dropped uh, wow. from Dallas Cowboys. Cameron Brake was dropped. Mm-hmm. We touched on them before. Calvin Ridley was dropped uh, yeah. quite hot. And also DJ Moore. Gosh. So, DJ Moore and Calvin Ridley, two players, probably dropped because they were rookies, both finished in the top 100 last year. So, the question is, when you've got players like rookies, mm. um, I mean, I i don't feel I've got any myself, but, you know, it's just a case of maybe giving them another couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Don't just dive in and throw them on a waiver so quickly. Uh, there's a reason why you picked them. Mm. There's a reason why you draft them. Mm-hmm. And it's just a case of having a little bit of 
bit of calmness really not going guess, for it. Yeah, especially if you've drafted them so high. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm having some of those some of those here. I mean, I guess the case with Baker Mayfield this year. I mean, my initial reaction was to just drop him straight away, but I think yeah, you know, I think the idea is not to panic at this stage, you know, give, you know, definitely give your players if you've drafted I mean, I I know it's probably not the best place to pick him, but I drafted Baker Mayfield in the fi- in the 6th round. Yeah, and I mean that's already that's quite, quite high. high. That's already quite high. Yeah. So you know, I, I, surely I've got to give the guy at least another week's chance. That's it. And I think um, in terms of 2017, just run through some of the lists of the players: Tariq Cohen, um, Mike Williams, Kenny Golladay, Nelly Swag, and Jared Allen. Wow. Jarvis Allen, sorry. Um, good list of players. Yeah. Again, only one of them was in the top ten picks, mm. and guess who it was? Uh, Out of those lists: Cohen, Williams, Gallup, or Gallup, Golladay. Oh, it's got to be, it's got to be Tariq Cohen, right? Nelly Swag. What? Nelly Swag was the only one in the top 100. Oh, my God. Uh, in terms of drops, just there's quite a few that didn't make the cut, but Latavius Murray was dropped. Oh, yeah. Uh, who produced... Latavius uh, Murray. You know, some good numbers lo- the year before. And there's also, in 2016, Zach Ertz was wow. on the drop list, and he wow. produced big time in 2016. So the point of the matter is you've got to look at your players, and yes, there is value in adding some players, but as you can see, none of them really in the last three years, mm. so to speak, except from Philip Lindsay, really gave you much value. Mm. Um, and it's just a case of looking at it and going, right, was it the week one matchup that was favourable? Did I just have a bad week for my certain players that's on the bench or my team? And just have a f- bit of a step back because there's a reason why you draft these players and there's a reason why these mm. players are yeah, so I guess not drafted, so to speak. So, so I guess, guys, they, yeah, you know, the message there is clearly, look, you know, Obviously, you want to overreact, but you know maybe maybe take a back step back and just kind of think about what you're doing because I mean, like I said, my initial reaction with Baker Mayfield this year is to drop him, but I yeah. think you've got I think you've got to just think about it because I mean part of the reason I'm thinking, I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of hoping someone does that because hopefully they drop a drop a top player that I can maybe just yeah. pick up on the next day. So yeah, just be just be careful with that because I think uh, you know that's what we, we're going yeah, to have to make sure. Just a bit more patience, really, because um, week one's a weird one because it's just so many things that happens and you know you get so much information and you just make so much rash decisions mm. and it's just my advice is just to take a little bit of a step back and review your team and understand whether it was just a bad week for absolutely. certain players absolutely and I think um, Maka we had another thought of the day didn't we yeah so um, just just take away from NFL yeah. a little bit so we talked about cause only because of Antonio Brown's scenario yeah. we talked about whether you'd rather be successful or would you rather have all the cash in the world so with Antonio Brown's scenario, okay, he's gone to the Patriots now, so he's going to be successful and paid. But at the time, mm. he left the Pittsburgh Steelers, which was a an AFC East, mm-hmm. sorry, AFC North team who won it for multiple years, getting to the championship game. And he left them for effectively the money, really, mm. at Oakland Raiders. Livion Bell, another example. I think he's a good example, uh, isn't he? Who, yeah. who left to go to the Jets. But just in general life, would you rather be someone like, I don't know, a rich royal member where you're earning loads of money, don't have to live again, or would you rather be a successful person, someone that you sort of achieved a goal, someone like, I don't know, for example, Nelson Mandela. He mm-hmm. wasn't like a, a rich individual mm-hmm. really, but he, he had his goals and he was successful in them. So where's I think, your stance there? I think you and I have spoken about this quite a lot, haven't we? Um, and, uh, you know, my, my, I firmly sit in the camp that I would much rather be remembered, be successful, whether it be in a sporting way or non-sporting way. And I guess, you know, if we're going to have our... Uh, have this podcast here to make it a bit more relevant. I think the story is, and again, I hate to, I hate to admit this, but it, it, you're quite right in saying that Tom Brady um, gave up some of his 
salary just so that the yeah. team could hire some more pieces so that they could win it and now look at how many Super Bowls they've won look at the rings he's wearing on his finger so personally for me I just think you know you look back at some of the guys who um, even Joe Montana I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen him you know in a lot of TV adverts so you know the money's still coming for him but I just think you know there's a lot of for me personally, I, I would rather take the fame. I'd rather take the trophy. I'd rather take the ring, um, and and kind of the legacy that will come with it. Personally, for me, um, and and do you know what I think ultimately with that, you know, being devil's advocate as well, the money will come with it naturally. So I just think yeah. you know that will be my priority rather than kind of almost selling out. You look at some players. Um, you know whether it's in football uh, or rugby. Um, I mean, there's an example. Of me being a Wasp fan, um, last year we lost uh, Nathan Hughes, and Nathan Hughes, with all respect to Bristol, will be a very good side this year. But you know his chances of winning trophies and his chances of being selected for England um, uh, were, were great at Wasps, but he decided to take the paycheck. So um, do you know what? You can't you can't knock people for it because sometimes you know you've got to do what's right for you. Um, but you know, in that in that case, you know the difference between, for example, in Zeke's case, the difference between ten and fifteen million. Uh, you know, again, it, it, it is a significant amount of money. But you know, when we're talking in that kind of range, personally, I take the um, I take the success. Yeah, I think on, on my side of the coin, is you take the money. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just think, in especially sports, you know, you're looking at their bodies and stuff. They've probably got like six, seven years in them, and I just think you've got to take as much money as you can and earn as much as you can and then obviously you'll be able to live a very happy life for the rest of your life really I know I know, I get the success factor and stuff but um, I personally think if I had all the money in the world I'd be able to just to do whatever I wanted I could be lazy if I wanted to be lazy Michael you're lazy now man. <laughs> you don't go to work like you get paid somehow right and you just yeah. you literally even today like you were here like Dude, people work till like five thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, well, you were at my door at five thirty. Well, people work at five thirty. Should <laughs> review, but no, I think honestly, I think for me, money, yeah. money is where I would go on the on the on the conversation. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's just, just as I said, there's a lot of thoughts. So a lot of people I spoke to are a bit split on the on the mm. thought. Um, some people say it comes hand in hand, and obviously it's just a thinking of, you know, actually, um, it doesn't actually come hand in hand sometimes. So. Lovely. Yeah. Um, and so, Maka, with um, just kind of quick, quick kind of brief look to next week um, with with what's coming on. I mean, what, what have we got much on this week? We can't go to golf this week, can we? No. Um, you got a boat party. We got a boat party. Are you coming to that? <laughs> Might yeah. Do. yeah. Why not? We can talk about our teams even more. But um, ultimately, I guess yeah. So what? 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 what you know, I thought you were going to give us a little bit of an update, um, an insight into into week two. Yeah. So week two, I'm I'm one and zero. I'm up against a guy who's not one, who I think has a really good team. Uh, and uh, he's got a team of uh, James Connor and Sonny Michelle who didn't, this is what I'm talking about, they didn't perform in week one, but they're not bad players, and they need to sort of, you know, need to rein it in a little bit with them. Julio Jones, again, had a tough, tough matchup against the Minnesota Vikings, expect him to bounce back. So he's got some good players. I know he lost week one. For myself, personally, it's a bit of a tricky one because I've got the question mark of Antonio Brown, as we touched on. Um, he's going to play Miami which would be a great matchup. How much is he going to be on the field mm. is a question mark. I've obviously, oh, you know, I haven't been mentioning, but Tyreek Hill uh, went down. He's out for six, seven weeks, so I've got to look for a replacement for him. And at the moment, I've got an issue with, I've got two Houston running backs who I like both, and I've got two Kansas City running backs <laughs> that I like both. So trying to get the right one will be a bit of a bit of a mystery. And Michael, uh, I just had a question for you, actually. Yeah. With Tyreek Hill being out now, Yeah. First of all, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. Um, secondly, uh, well, serious question. Yeah. How do you think that affects Kansas City 
and actually most more importantly even um, Patrick Mahomes weirdly Patrick Mahomes didn't look like it affected him at all um, because Sammy Watkins really played well oh, and uh, I think it, he's it? apparently done so much in the preseason. He was always a very good receiver and he signed for the Bills. I think he was a first round, I think it was seventh off the board. So he's always been a ter- terrific receiver. He's just never 100% fit. Mm. I just think Kansas City got him organised and they, they got him in the, in the team quite early uh, with the early touchdown. And they've got a couple of rookies. Um, Hardman's come in. He looks impressive. They've still got Travis Kelsey. Mm. Damian Williams is a handful. They've got great. I just I just think I, I will make them an impact. Yeah. I think there'll be big games like if they play the Patriots or I don't know, someone like the Bears away, where that Tyreek Hill would need him. But mm-hmm. um, I actually think Mahomes is just going to keep going because I think he's just an exceptional quarterback. So. Awesome. Um, so I guess um, that's it for today, guys. Um, we just, um, you know, thanks thanks so much for listening. I know this is our first podcast um, that we've uh, officially got to you guys. We've recorded a few before this, um, so we really appreciate your patience with this. Um, we just wanted to let you know um, that we will be, uh, we, we do actually have social media pages running, uh, and you please do follow us. It's uh, at DTTV Journey. Uh, that's on both Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, please do give us a follow. Keep keep an eye out there. Um, and also, um, importantly, just send us in your questions uh, and anything that uh, we think would be uh, worth us bringing up in the podcast. We'll kind of touch upon it but you know uh you know a lot of banter we'd like to hear about your leagues just let us know any any funny diva moments that you guys have maybe the triple bang bang yeah, uh, I hear some stories yeah about just let us know anybody's over celebrated <laughs> yeah then... let's we we'll get some of that in yeah just just send just send us some over over celebration stories some stories anything yeah. you've got um guys please do send that to us um and i think maka wants to leave you with um another uh, thought yeah. for next week so we'll obviously touch upon it ourselves but you know please do um, uh, again tweet us or send us an Instagram uh, post with your thoughts uh, on that as well so yeah Maka do you want to leave us with a thought today? I think just on the NFL basis I think you just touched on it um, would you rather be Norton 2 <laughs> but kept your best player so your best player's not injured okay or would you rather be 2-0 and but your best player just got injured which, which side would you rather be on? Would you rather I've got the two wins, I'm happy? Or would you think I'm not into having a bad start, but I've still got my best player? Lovely. But he's out for the season. Okay. All right, so well, have a little think about that. So have a think about so that. See whatever people think. Obviously, people's got Tyree Kill. Yeah. Um, hopefully, he went to 1 0 like me. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they say as well. Are you leaving us with a, a non football related thought of the day? Non football well? related. Um, to be honest, I mean. For myself, I think it's just a case of. Um, actually, have I got one? I ain't got one in the end. I do not got one. Wow, no. you know what? we won't do another one for today. No. We'll come back and get you guys one uh, next week. So look, that, that, that's our thought of the day, guys. Um, like I said, please do follow us on a DTTV Journey uh, at DTTV Journey. That is sorry on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, keep an eye out. Um, as we mentioned in the beginning, uh, this podcast will be recorded. On a weekly basis, uh, it will be uh, both mine and Macca's journey, um, and we'll talk to you guys through everything we do. So, um, uh, you know, we might even have a little bonus uh, podcast for you, or maybe not a bonus podcast, but a bonus Instagram story for you guys on Thursday once we're out. Uh, so keep an eye on that, but please don't judge us. Um, <laughs> and uh, um, thanks for listening, guys, and we look forward to uh, speaking to you next week again. Yep, see you then. Thanks a lot, guys. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 